Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we dive into The Common Good by Robert Reich, published in 2018. This insightful book serves as a profound call to Americans, urging them to pivot from a whatever-it-takes-to-win mindset that has dominated recent decades to a more collaborative approach focused on the collective well-being. Reich passionately argues for the importance of the common good and outlines practical steps for restoring this crucial societal foundation. Robert Reich, a professor of public policy at the University of California, Berkeley, brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table. With over a dozen books to his name, including the bestseller Saving Capitalism and a historical tenure as Secretary of Labor, during Bill Clinton's presidency, Reich's perspective is both authoritative and deeply engaging. The Common Good is a must-read for Americans worried about the current political climate, individuals concerned about the declining moral compass in Western capitalism, and those with an interest in American cultural and social history. Reich's compelling narrative not only diagnoses the issues at hand, but also provides a blueprint for collective action and moral renewal. Join us as we explore how to navigate away from divisiveness and toward a more unified, ethical future. The Common Good, Spread the Word of the Good Deed Before It's Too Late. Introduction, Rediscovering the Essence of Shared Values Before It's Too Late. In the iconic words of Joni Mitchell, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? Lies a profound lesson that resonates well beyond the realm of music. It's a sentiment that mirrors the current state of the common good in America, or rather, the erosion of it. America, with its sprawling metropolises and the dazzling allure of capitalism, seems to have strayed from the communal ethos that once served as its backbone. The relentless pursuit of individual gain has eclipsed the values and unwritten social contracts that nurtured the nation's spirit. Yet hope is far from lost. This narrative aims to reignite awareness and action towards the common good, the fabric of mutual respect and cooperation that can mend the tears in America's social quilt. It beckons us to remember what the common good actually means, how it has been compromised, and most crucially, how we can breathe life back into this vital principle. Through this journey, we will explore the characteristics of those who have twisted the notion of the common good for selfish ends. We'll delve into the story of a pharmaceutical drug that has been controversially priced at $750 per pill, laying bare the stark contrast between individual profiteering and the welfare of the community. Moreover, will shed light on the disheartening statistic, revealing just how many Americans feel disillusioned by their government's actions, or lack thereof, in nurturing a society that genuinely works for everyone. As we navigate these insights, we aren't just absorbing information. We're taking the crucial first steps towards uplifting the society we inhabit and share the responsibility for. In reclaiming the common good, we discover not only the path to societal improvement, but also the blueprint for a more fulfilled, collective existence. In essence, this is a clarion call to mend the rifts and rediscover our shared values before it's too late.
Part 1. Unveiling the Fabric of Society. The Critical Threads of the Common Good. Day in and day out, across the breadth of America, a silent army of nurses, doctors, teachers, social workers, police officers, firefighters, and military personnel dedicate themselves to the well-being of their fellow citizens. Their diverse roles converge on a singular mission, to nurture, protect, educate, and safeguard the community and the nation at large. What binds these individuals together in their various capacities is their commitment to a concept much larger than themselves, the common good. At its core, the common good encapsulates the ideals, values, and norms that form the backbone of a functioning society. It is the social cement that binds citizens together, comprising the expectations they have of each other and the moral compass they collectively navigate by. It's not just about adherence to laws. It's about embracing the unwritten moral directives that guide communal living and the aspirations shared by a community as a whole. The pillars of the common good stand tall, bearing the weight of principles such as freedom, fairness, justice, equal opportunity, respect for differing viewpoints, a cohesive sense of community, and trust in foundational public institutions like universities and judicial courts. This ethos of a virtuous society finds its roots stitched into the fabric of history through scriptural teachings and the Enlightenment period. James Madison, a pivotal figure in America's creation story and its fourth president, drew heavily from the intellectual reservoirs of the French Enlightenment. He echoed the sentiment that the genuine welfare of the populace is of paramount importance, terming it the supreme object to be pursued. Moreover, the biblical foundations of America, with its tapestry of religious communities, reinforced the importance of charity, piety, and a communal dedication to societal welfare. Thus, the ideals of the common good were molded, infused with a spirit of service and shared responsibility. Without this framework, our perception of societal roles could drastically shift. Imagine envisioning the police force, judges, and lawmakers as mere profiteers of their own regulations, disrupting the very essence of fairness and justice. Such a world would descend into chaos, where survival hinges not on collective welfare, but on individual might, intellect, or wealth. While the notion of the common good serves as a beacon of societal order and integrity, there are voices of dissent, perspectives that challenge this communal imperative. As we venture further, we'll explore these contrasting viewpoints and the debate they stir in the quest for a harmonious society. Part 2. Challenging the Pillars of Collective Welfare Individualism versus the Common Good At the heart of the American Constitution lies a commitment to the common good, a notion encapsulated in the powerful preamble phrase, we the people, aimed at promoting the general welfare. This concept has physically manifested in the form of schools, highways, and healthcare systems, pillars of a society striving towards mutual benefit. Despite these concrete examples of the common good at work, there exists a faction of thought leaders and philosophers who question its very existence, advocating instead for a society governed by individualism and personal gain. Among the notable figures who expressed skepticism about the common good was Ayn Rand, 
a novelist and philosopher of the 20th century. Rand argued that governmental mandates requiring financial redistribution in the name of the common good would inevitably lead to tyranny. She championed a society where self-interest was the guiding principle, asserting that compulsory altruism undermines individual freedom. This ideology found further development in the works of Robert Nozick, a Harvard philosopher who equated taxation with forced labor. Nozick posited that society ought to be founded on individualism, dismissing the notion that one could be morally compelled to contribute a portion of their earnings for the collective welfare. Both Rand and Nozick viewed the common good as a concept to be resisted and undermined, fearing it paved the way for exploitation and, ultimately, societal collapse. The fragility of the common good becomes evident through a simple analogy. Envision a harmonious small town where trust prevails to such an extent that doors remain unlocked. This idyllic trust is shattered when a single thief abuses it, prompting a ripple of doubt that results in locked doors and a diminished sense of community. Similarly, modern society harbors loopholes for exploitation, from retired Congress members transitioning into lobbyists for sectors they previously legislated on, to CEOs granting themselves exorbitant compensations that set a precedent for industry-wide salary inflations. Such acts of exploitation erode the fabric of trust that holds the common good together, leading to a cycle of skepticism and individual protective measures. This discourse illuminates the tension between individual rights and societal obligations, provoking a reflection on whether the pursuit of personal success should eclipse the collective welfare or whether a balance can be found that honors both the individual and the community. Part 3. A Fading Vision the erosion of the common good in America. The bedrock upon which societies stand, the common good, appears to be crumbling beneath our feet. Gone are the days when collective welfare and mutual respect guided decisions and actions. Today, conversations around the common good seem like echoes from a bygone era, forcing us to confront a disheartening reality. It has largely fallen out of the collective consciousness. The tale of Martin Shkreli, once the CEO of Turing Pharmaceuticals, illustrates this shift with stark clarity. In 2015, under Shkreli's direction, Turing Pharmaceuticals acquired the rights to Daraprim, a crucial drug for treating toxoplasmosis, a condition that can cause severe birth defects. Initially priced at $13.50 per pill, the acquisition saw its price surge to an astonishing $750 per pill. While Shkreli's actions were within legal boundaries, they starkly contrasted with the principles of the common good, prioritizing profit over the well-being of those in dire need of this medication. Regrettably, Shkreli's story is not an isolated incident, but a symptom of a broader societal ailment. Consider the Wall Street bankers of 2008, whose fraudulent activities plunged not just the nation, but the globe into a devastating economic crisis. Or ponder, the politicians swayed by substantial donations, crafting legislation that undermines the majority for the benefit of a privileged few. Reflect on the instances of leaders who amplify divisions and neglect ethical boundaries for personal enrichment. 
doctors prescribing unnecessary medications for profit, and those in power who turn a blind eye to grave injustices like sexual harassment. These examples, though far from exhaustive, paint a harrowing picture of a society where the common good, the very fabric that should bind and uplift us, has been relegated to an afterthought. What emerges is a portrait of an America drifting further away from the ideals of mutual responsibility and shared prosperity, signaling a pressing need for a collective awakening to revive the noble pursuit of the common good. Part 4. The Slippery Slope. How Moral Compromises Led to the Dissolution of the Common Good. The unraveling of the common good in America can be seen as a series of dominoes, each tipping over from a single act of betrayal against collective trust. A concept as fragile as mutual respect and societal welfare requires only one breach to start a chain reaction of distrust and self-centered behavior. Over recent decades, this erosion was not merely an accident, but a consequence of deliberate choices and actions, particularly visible in the realms of politics and business. The transformation from a society aimed at the collective welfare to one dominated by a whatever-it-takes-to-win attitude has been striking, especially in politics. A notable instance occurred in 1972 with the Nixon administration's engagement in a covert operation meant to undermine political opposition, culminating in the infamous Watergate scandal. Though it led to Nixon's resignation, the absence of legal accountability set a concerning precedent, demonstrating that the ends might justify the means, regardless of the cost to societal integrity. This precedent wasn't limited to a single political party or era. It manifested decades later in campaign finance, where promises to limit contributions were cast aside in the pursuit of victory, and in the exploitation of racial tensions for political gain, signaling a shift towards divisiveness and away from unity. Parallelly, the business world witnessed its own distortion of values starting in the 1980s, with corporate raiders and a new breed of CEOs who prioritize short-term stock values over the long-term health of companies, employees, and communities. This shift to maximize profits at any cost led to wage reductions, mass layoffs, automation of jobs, and the abandonment of factories and communities. Jack Welch, the former CEO of General Electric, symbolizes this shift dramatically. Under his leadership, the company's stock value soared, a triumph for shareholders but a tragedy for the thousands of American workers whose jobs were sacrificed in the process. This whatever-it-takes mentality, whether in the corridors of power or the boardrooms of corporations, has fundamentally altered society's operational fabric, moving it away from a collective pursuit of the common good to an environment where individual and short-term gains reign supreme. As we proceed, we'll delve deeper into the implications of this societal transformation and its impact on our collective well-being. Part 5. The Steep Price of Whatever It Takes A Society Drifting from the Common Good In a relentless pursuit of profits and power, business leaders and politicians have navigated American society away from its foundational ideals of the common good. This shift towards a whatever-it-takes mentality has redefined the operational ethos of crucial economic and political institutions, leaving a trail of disillusionment and disparity in its wake. This overarching mindset 
has thrust America into a precarious situation with stark consequences for its citizens. The implications of valuing short-term gains over long-term communal welfare have become painfully evident. By 2016, the financial standing of the average American household had dwindled by 14% compared to 1984 levels. Meanwhile, the wealth gap has widened to breathtaking proportions, with the top 0.1% owning as much as the bottom 90% combined. The relentless drive for efficiency and profit has also permeated the workforce, resulting in longer working hours, fewer vacations, and a precarious existence for a significant portion of the population. Additionally, a staggering 20% of Americans find themselves in part-time employment, with two-thirds living paycheck to paycheck, further entrenching economic vulnerabilities. Beyond the tangible economic repercussions, the erosion of trust in fundamental institutions has emerged as a profound societal crisis. Once, a majority believed in the government's ability to act in the public's best interest. Today, that trust has plummeted to a mere 19%. Similarly, confidence in major corporations, which once held a prominent place in American societal trust, has declined sharply. This loss of faith extends beyond the economy and politics, affecting perceptions of the media, science, and even religious institutions. This cascading loss of confidence has dire implications for democracy and societal cohesion. When the populace loses faith in the fairness and efficacy of their systems, perceiving them as skewed in favor of a select few, the very fabric of society begins to unwind. If citizens believe democracy has failed them and view the political and economic structures as rigged, unethical behavior becomes not only a survival strategy, but, alarmingly, an increasingly normalized response. In the face of these challenges, the critical question arises. Is it possible to reclaim and restore the common good? As we delve further, we seek to explore avenues for reinvigorating these shared values that once held America together, probing the potential pathways to a revitalized, more equitable society. Part 6. Charting the Path to Renewal. Virtue and Accountability in Reviving the Common Good. In the face of a societal crisis where the common good seems more like a relic of the past than a guiding principle for the future, the question looms. How do we steer our community back to a place of mutual respect and collective welfare? It's a complex challenge, one that requires more than just legislative reform. It demands a foundational shift back to societal values that prioritize the collective well-being. The cornerstone of this transformation? Virtuous leadership and a redefined system of honor and shame. Virtuous leaders are essential in this quest. They are the ones who can transcend the prevailing whatever-it-takes mentality that has seeped into every corner of governance and corporate strategy. It's a tall order especially when considering the competitive landscape that often rewards the most ruthless players. Yet, it is a critical misconception to believe that investors, constituents, and supporters demand victory at all costs. On the contrary, there exists a deep-seated desire for leaders who compete with integrity, treat their adversaries with respect, and take accountability for their actions and their impact on the broader community but identifying and elevating such leaders is only part of the equation. 
Equally important is fostering an environment where honor and shame serve as powerful societal tools to promote the common good. In recent times, the allocation of honor has become skewed, often bestowed upon those with wealth, power, or celebrity, regardless of how these statuses were achieved. Conversely, shame has been misdirected at those who fall short of exploiting every opportunity for personal gain, even at the expense of societal harm. To recalibrate society's compass, we must celebrate those who contribute positively to the community, the educators, healthcare workers, and public servants who dedicate their lives to the betterment of others. Their deeds and sacrifices should be elevated, serving as beacons of what true honor entails. Simultaneously, there must be willingness to call out and disdain practices that undermine the common good. Take, for example, individuals or groups like the Koch brothers, who have used their considerable resources to shape government policies in ways that erode the principle of equal rights and representation. This dual approach, championing virtuous leadership while realigning our collective sense of honor and shame, holds the key to rebuilding the common good. It's about recognizing the inherent value in acts of service and integrity, and discrediting the self-serving tactics that threaten the fabric of our society. As we navigate this path of renewal, our choices and actions can either contribute to the revival of a shared commitment to the common good, or signal its further decline. The future of our society hangs in the balance, dependent on our collective resolve to choose the former. Part 7. Educating for Truth, the Keystone of the Common Good In a landscape where the line between truth and fiction increasingly blurs, the call for a recommitment to the truth has never been more urgent. The shadows cast by figures such as Donald Trump, who has famously dismissed inconvenient truths as fake news, expose a troubling assault on the pillars of the common good. Trump's attempts to undermine journalists, researchers and scientists jeopardize a foundational element of democracy, an informed citizenry equipped to make rational decisions. The essence of the common good rests on a bedrock of truth. Without a shared commitment to factual accuracy, democratic processes falter, leaving room for manipulation and misinformation. In this era of polarized opinions, it is crucial to remember that while everyone is entitled to their own perspectives, the luxury of personal facts does not exist. Central to defending and disseminating the truth are the guardians of information scientists, analysts, researchers, think tanks, government agencies, and the media. It is imperative for these entities, along with leaders in business, nonprofit, and governmental organizations, to uphold and champion the pursuit of accurate knowledge. Yet the challenge extends beyond political figures to include media outlets swayed by shareholder interests, pursuing profit over factual integrity. In the battle for the truth, education emerges as a paramount ally. It equips citizens with the critical thinking skills necessary to sift through misinformation and recognize truth from fabrication. Viewing education solely as a personal investment misses the broader significance it holds for society. Education is not just a private good, but a public one, vital for the sustenance of democracy. This perspective underscores the importance of investing in education, not merely for skill acquisition, but as a means of fostering a deeper understanding of justice, rights, and the workings 
of the political system, understanding democracy in both its ideal and practical forms, and acknowledging the divergence between the two becomes a crucial part of the curriculum. This knowledge empowers citizens to advocate for closing the gap, fulfilling their roles not just as voters and taxpayers, but as stewards of society committed to upholding the common good. The path forward demands a collective effort to elevate and protect the truth, ensuring that education remains a beacon guiding us toward a more informed, just, and equitable society. Final Summary At the core of America's founding principles lay the cherished concept of the common good, a collective embrace of shared values, truths, and commitments, fostering a society where mutual respect and the general welfare guided decisions and actions. Historically, this ethos formed the backbone of American societal and governance structures ensuring decisions were made with the community's best interest at heart. However, from the 1980s onward, a stark shift occurred. Political and business landscapes became arenas of individualism, where the pursuit of personal gain overshadowed communal welfare, leading to the erosion of the common good. In today's climate, the repercussions of this shift are palpable, highlighting an urgent need for a return to those foundational values. Restoring the common good calls for the emergence of virtuous leaders across all sectors who embody and promote integrity, fairness, and respect for others. These leaders must prioritize long term communal welfare over short term personal or organizational gains. Equally critical is the need for education that goes beyond imparting skills, aiming instead to instill an understanding of justice, rights, and democratic processes. Education must be recognized as a public good, essential for the maintenance of a healthy democracy and the nurturing of informed, conscientious citizens capable of discerning truth from misinformation. Finally, a renewed commitment to the truth stands as a cornerstone of rebuilding the common good. In an era marked by fake news and a polarizing disregard for factual accuracy, the role of media, Researchers, scientists, and citizens in upholding factual integrity cannot be understated. It is upon this collective commitment to truth, transparency, and education that the future of a functioning society rests. The call to action is clear. America must reawaken its commitment to the common good, fostering an environment where communal welfare, truth, and virtuous leadership guide us toward a more united, just, and prosperous society. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.